You've just joined in the stillness with Dawn Strobeck. In the deep dwelling place where stillness settles your heart and refreshes your soul. Where the voice of God is just a little more lucid and a little less clouded. He waits to hold this sacred space just for you. Thank you for joining in the stillness with Dawn Strobeck. Happy Thanksgiving. It is just around the corner. One of my favorite things about big dinners is fancy bread. My favorite is the Tuscan bread that is harder on the outside and soft on the inside. It tastes almost heavenly paired with olive oil and herbs. Jesus himself tells us that he is the bread of life. I am the bread of life, he says. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. He uses bread because it is basic. It is culturally common. It will satisfy. And every culture has a different subsistence food like bread, whether it's a pita or a tortilla or a biscuit. Sarah Miles, who wrote the book, Take This Bread, said, there is a hunger beyond food that is only expressed in food, and that's why feeding is always a kind of miracle. Let me read to you her first taste experience at the communion table in a liturgical Episcopal church. I will preface this excerpt that I'm going to read in just a moment from her book by saying, at the time, she's an atheist, a left-wing journalist that has gone into war-torn areas in in the Middle East. She is rough and tough and lost. She has no categories for sin or the goodness of God, no church background. She just wanders into a church After a very rough season in her life, she's broken and seeking any sort of peace and solace she can find. She doesn't know why she walked into a church of all things, but she is drawn. As God would have it, she wanders in just about the time they were preparing to serve communion. And this is her account. I'm just going to read to you. I walked in, took a chair, and tried not to catch anyone's eye. There were windows looking out on a hillside covered in geraniums, and I could hear birds squabbling outside. Then a man and a woman in a long tie-dye rope, I don't know for sure where this is, stood and began chanting in harmony. There was no organ, no choir, no pulpit, just the un- adorned voices of the people, and long silences framed by the ringing of deep Tibetan bowls. I sang too. It crossed my mind that this was ridiculous. We sat down and stood up and sat down, waited and listened and stood up and sang, and it was all pretty peaceful and sort of interesting. Jesus invites everyone to his table, the woman announced. 
and we started moving up in a stately dance to the table in the rotunda. It had some dishes on it and a pottery goblet. And then we gathered around that table and there was more singing and standing and someone was putting a piece of fresh crumbly bread in my hand saying, the body of Christ and holding me the goblet of sweet wine saying, the blood of Christ. And then someone outrageous, something outrageous and terrifying happened. Jesus happened to me. I still can't explain my first communion. It made no sense. I was in tears and physically unbalanced. I felt as if I had just stepped off a curb or been knocked over painlessly from behind. The disconnect between what I thought was happening, I was eating a piece of bread, and what I heard someone else say was happening, the piece of bread was the body of Christ, a patently untrue or at best metaphorical statement. And what I knew was happening, God named Christ or Jesus was real. And in my mouth, utterly short-circuited my ability to do anything but cry. All the way home, shocked, I scrambled for explanations. Maybe I was hyper-suggestible and being surrounded by believers have been enough to push me momentarily into accepting their superstitions. What I'd felt was a sort of contact high. Probably my tears were just pent up sadness accumulated over a long, hard decade and spilling out, unsurprisingly, because I was in a place where I could cry anonymously. Really, the whole thing, in fact, must have been about emotions. The music, the movement, and the light in the room had evoked feelings, much as if I'd been uplifted by a particularly glorious concert or seen a natural wonder. Yet that impossible word, Jesus, lodged in me like a crumb. I said it over and over to myself as if repetition would help me understand I had no idea what it meant. I didn't know what to do with it, but it was realer than any thought of mine or even any subjective emotion. It was as real as the actual taste of the bread and the wine. And the word was indisputably in my body now as if I'd swallowed a radioactive pellet that would outlive my own flesh. Just take some time to just think about think about what Sarah had to say. Does anything strike you? What are your thoughts? Have you ever been that hungry for God? For his presence? Do you have some of those experiences? Have you revisited them lately? What drew you to him? This is my prayer for you today as you enter this holiday season. Lord, as we face our own hunger, I humbly and boldly believe that you are the answer that will satiate our need. Lord, please fill us 
as I sit thinking of the glorious gifts you have bestowed on me this year, fill me, Lord, with thanksgiving. Fill those who listen with thanksgiving. As I unload my burdens at your feet, Lord, fill me, O Lord. Fill those who listen. As I process my day, fill me, O Lord. As I gather strength to face a new day, fill me, O Lord. As I think into my future, fill me, O Lord. I pray all this in his mighty name, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Amen.